Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. That you have caused us to live to experience it. Lord, if you have preserved us to see this day, we know, Lord, that you have plans concerning this day. Let your plans and your purposes come to pass today. We pray, Spirit of God, that you minister to us in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Wonderful. Well, for, for a short time that we have, I want us to continue with the messages that we've been sharing from the book, The Art of Ministry. The Art of Ministry. And I tell you, do you see the reasons why we have to share from the books? The books are blessing people. The books are blessing churches. The books are creating pastors, is making bishops, and why should we not share from them? Amen. That is the reason why we share from them. And I believe, I personally, for the few chapters that we have shared, Sundays and Tuesdays, I have been blessed mightily. And I'm not sure about you, but um, I have been really, really blessed. Today, we want to share, we don't want to begin sharing from chapter 4. Chapter 4, 10 types of workers. 10 types of workers. 10 types of workers, chapter 4. And if you have the hard copy, it is page 27. Now, 10 types of workers. Now, there are different kinds of workers. There are different kinds of workers, whether it is in the ministry, in the church, or it is in our secular world, we have different types of workers. Hallelujah. There are different kinds of workers. Now, what we are going to learn from this particular chapter and what we are learning from this book also apply, they apply to our secular lives also. Amen. You realize that if you really will take these things and you take them to heart, it will bless you not only spiritually, but even in your secular life, it will bless you. Amen. 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 It will bless you. Hallelujah. You see, if you are working for God and you are doing well as a worker for God, there is no doubt that you'll be a great worker even in your secular world. Do you understand? If you are a great worker in the church, I have no doubt that your boss will be pleased with you also at your job. Amen. If you are able to please God, you'll be able to please your God, your job, your boss at your job. Amen. So the first kind of workers we are going to learn about are workers who are sons and daughters. Workers who are sons and daughters. Now, we are not talking about biological sons and daughters. We are not talking about 
biological sons and daughters who work in a family business. That is not what we are talking about. But what we are talking about is workers whose work ethics or their relationship with their bosses or your relationship with your pastor or your relationship with your employer and also your commitment, your commitment to what you are doing makes you look like a son or a daughter. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? It is your work ethics that makes you look like a son or a daughter. It is your commitment to your boss, your commitment to your pastor that makes you appear to be like a son or a daughter to him. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? And such workers, when they work as sons and daughters, they appear or they almost look also like real biological sons and daughters who are working for a family business. Amen. Now, such workers do not have the mentality that the welfare, that the welfare of the church or the welfare of the, the, the job is the boss's responsibility only. Such workers who have the mentality of a son or a daughter, their, their, their attitude is not like the responsibility is the pastors, that the welfare of the church is the pastors. Amen. So he says, there are people who work in the ministry as sons and daughters of the ministry. Yes. You will find people who work in the ministry as sons and daughters. Now let's read a scripture in Philippians chapter 2. Philippians chapter 2. And let's read from verse 19. Philippians chapter 2 verse 19. We didn't read our scripture of the week yet. We, we will read it. Okay. We will read our memory. We will learn our memory verse of the week before we leave here. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 19. Philippians chapter 2 and verse 19. It says, But I trust in the Lord Jesus to send Timotheus shortly unto you, that I also may be of good comfort when I know your state. For I have no man like-minded. Say, like-minded. It says, I have no man like-minded who will naturally care for your state. Hallelujah. It says, I am sending Timotheus to you. Now, I chose Timothy to send to you because I have no other man. I have no man who is like-minded. You see, I have a message that I want to send to you. I have something to give you. I, have, I want you to hear something from my heart. But I have no man who has like-minded, who is like-minded. I have no man who has a kind of mind that I have. Who will naturally care for your state. That means that the person who is sending the message, he naturally cares for the people. Now how many of you agree that Paul really naturally cared for the church? Yes. Even when he was in prison. So it means that there were other people, there were other servants of God, there were other workers that he could have sent. And then he will look at this one, and he will look at that one, and then he will look at that one, and then he will consider one or two things about this person and about that person. And he says, I wish I could have sent this person. This person is a very good speaker. You know, when he stands before the church and he's speaking to them, they will really understand what, but I don't have a man like-minded. 
understand what I'm sharing with you? So he says, Timothy is the only one. He says, I have no man like-minded. Now, can that be said of you that you have like-minded like the pastor, like the bishop? You have a mind like the leader that you can be sent. He says, who will naturally, natural, that means that his care for your state, his, his care, it comes natural. It comes natural. He doesn't make an effort. He is there and then it will just drop in his heart that let me just call this person. Let me just visit this person. Let me just check on how this person is doing. It just comes natural. No one calls him to do this. But it comes natural. Amen. Says, for all seek their own. All the other workers, they seek their own. It says, for all seek their own, not the things which are Jesus Christ. They seek their own. When they are doing something, they are doing it because they have personal interests. They seek their own. Amen. Not the things which are of Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. So verse 22, it says, but ye know the proof of him. You know the proof of him. That as a son with the father, he had served with me in the gospel. Hallelujah. So it says, as a son, it says, but ye know the proof of him. That as a son with the father, he had served with me in the gospel. Amen. Now, can that be said of you? Can it be said that you, you have served with the pastor in the gospel as a daughter to a father or as a son with a father? Can it be said of you? Endeavor that it will be said of you that your attitude towards the work, the things you say about the church, the things you do for the church, how your heart goes out for the church. When people look at you, they can see that you are a real son or a real daughter. Amen. Some of you, when you open your mouth to say certain things, it's as if you don't belong to the church. But you are here. You are with us. And some of the things that you open your mouth to say, people wonder, "Ah, do you belong to the church? Sometimes the thing that you say, it makes another person not wanting to do anything anymore. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? You see, God looks at these things. But he says, begin to talk about your church as though you were a son. Begin to talk about the church, begin to work in the church as if you are working in your family business. Amen. You don't see the church as the responsibility of the pastor. The welfare of the church is the responsibility of the pastor. If something is going on and the pastor doesn't see it, ah. Amen. He's the one that says he's a pastor. He's the one that is called a reverend. Amen. You see, people who work like that, people who work with an attitude of a son or a daughter, they don't say, their church or his church, the pastors, and they say, Our church is our church, it is our family. Amen. Amen. They are happy to see the church doing well, yes. they are happy to see the church growing. Amen. 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 They want to see the church grow, 
they, they, it troubles their heart when the praise and worship is not going on well. It bothers them when the sound is not good. But you see, when you don't have the attitude of a son or a daughter, and something is not, you, are, you, you, you start blaming people in your heart. Do you see? Is it the church they are doing? Amen. Such people, they have genuine concern for the upkeep of the church. Genuine concern. When they call you and they are making a suggestion to you, see from their heart, they have genuine concern. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? Such people, when they hear you saying negative things about their church, they face you. They face you. And sometimes you see that they are younger than you, but they are talking to you some way. Because you cannot speak about their church like that. It is your family. Do you understand? They have taken it personal. Amen. They have taken it personal. So you see, when they hear you say, no matter who you are, they will point and say, you can't talk like that. You cannot talk like that. You can't talk like that. Amen. Am I speaking to somebody this afternoon? You see, sons and daughters do not leave the church. Sons and daughters do not leave the church when they are rebuked or when they are chastised. Do you see? When you are chastised, when you are rebuked, you will get angry. You will not be happy. You know, no chastisement is pleasant. It's never pleasant. Whenever you are rebuked, you will never be happy that you are rebuked. You will feel sad, you will feel sorry, but you don't leave. Because you cannot leave your family. That is because you have the attitude of a son or a daughter. Amen. Julia, do you understand what I'm sharing with you? So some people, you face them, you face them, and the next day they come to you. You see, that is how children are. I see how I face my children, and then you see that they, they go to a corner as if they don't want to talk to you again, ever again. Few minutes, you see, they are coming back. That is a son, that is a daughter. When you have an attitude like that, you are always happy in the house. Amen. But when you are not a son, when you are not a daughter, you will carry on when you are chastised. You will carry on when you are rebuked, and you leave. You leave. Now, I have not seen one son or one daughter who has left because of chastisements and has done well. I'm talking about real life. Not even in the church only. And it applies also in the church. Look, never leave a church because you were rebuked or you were chastised. The Bible says that whom the Lord loveth, if God loves you, he will chastise you. If God loves you, you see, if you are doing something and I see and I ignore you, it doesn't mean I love you. You should be worried. You should be very much worried. Amen. So sons and daughters do not live. It says, such people, they live and work as though they are in a family business. They do not have the usual employee attitude. They are more of family members. Amen. Amen. Also, such people do not have the usual, I am here for what I can get attitude. When you are a son and a daughter, you are not here. You see, sons and daughters, when they are working in a business, when they are in a family business, they stay there very late and you don't feel tired. 
I see certain sons and daughters, when church is over, they don't even want to go home. Here, the, the father has to sack them. Sometimes I sack the people from here. Tuesday night, we have finished the service, they don't want to go home. And I have to sack them from here. I say, look, we have this place only up to a certain time, 9 o'clock, we have to leave. And I sack them from here. They don't want to go. And then when they leave here, they go and gather at the parking lot. They don't want to go home. It's because they have the attitude as sons and daughters. They feel they are home. When we are not having a church service, they feel very sad. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. If you send a daughter, if you, if you send a daughter or your son, if you send him to a place and you realize that he's always calling home and he's always wanting to come home, understand that that is a real son and that is a real daughter. But there are some that when you send to a place, they don't want to come back home. They are so glad that they left. Amen. They are so glad that they, are, they left. Hallelujah. Amen. First Corinthians chapter 4 and verse 17. You see, a son and a daughter, when they go to, when they come to work, they, they don't punch in and punch out. You know, some of you, when you go to work, you can't wait for the fact, some of you, you stand by the punch out machine. You have your bag, your coat, everything, and then you are waiting, and then you are looking, and then your finger is like this, or your palm is like this, and then five o'clock. You see, you feel that even if the, 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 the 501 catches you at the job, they have stolen something from you. You, you feel pain. You feel pain that five minutes has caught you. Amen. Even when you are leaving and then you remember you left your phone charger. You left your phone charger on the wall. And five minutes inside the job and out again, you feel very angry. Meanwhile, you are not going anywhere. You are not rushing to go anywhere. You see, when your boss takes your time sheet and they see how you come in, 7 7, 9 a.m., 9 a.m., 5 p.m., 9 a.m., 5 p.m., Monday to Friday, every day, 9 a.m., you punch in exactly 9 a.m. and punch out exactly 5 p.m. You know, when they are looking to promote people, you will not be the one to consider. I am telling you, they know that you don't have a son's attitude. You don't have a daughter's attitude. Amen. And some of you, that is how you are. When you come to church, five minutes, we say the pastor has said that we will close at 2 o'clock, the latest 2.15. And then 2 o'clock, you start looking. So when we begin to share the grace, as we are sharing the grace, you are putting your iPad, and then you, you are holding somebody's hand like this. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and then you are packing your books, and your iPad, your phone, you are fine, and then the love of God, the communion, the fellowship, and the contribution, and the participation, and then you are gone. For two more extra minutes to catch you in the church. Age. Age. 
For the word. Why should I spend two more minutes extra in the church? And then when you go outside, you are not going anywhere. You are going, you are just walking. You are not going anywhere. You are not going anywhere. Amen. He says, for this cause, I have sent unto you Timotheus, who is my what? Beloved son and faithful in the Lord, who shall bring you into remembrance of my ways, which be in Christ, as I teach everywhere in every church. Do you see? It will, you see, a son or a daughter will carry the message exactly as the father will present it. Exactly as it is. Amen. When you are a son or a daughter in the church, you see, we call and we say, okay, you are going here to preach. You are going here to minister. You are going here or you have been chosen to be this. Now, the message that has been given you, now you have turned it into personal prophecies. You are prophesying to people. You are not a son. You are not a daughter. He says, he says, I know my beloved son. He says, who is my beloved son and faithful in the Lord? Who shall bring you into remembrance of what? My ways. He will bring you into remembrance of the father's ways. He will bring you into remembrance of my ways, which be in Christ. As I teach everywhere in every church. The same way he will bring it to you. The same way. That is why he says, the things that thou have heard of me, the same, the same, commit thou, the same, teach other faithful men. Alos, don't change it. The same. That is why we are preaching from this book. Amen. Amen. And I am blessed preaching from this book. I am a son of this house. And I am blessed preaching from this book. Amen. You see, God sent his son to us. And he gave him an assignment. He gave him something to do. And then he came. He did exactly what the father wanted him to do. John 5 verse 19. Let us read, read the scripture and then we will we'll bring our service to a close. Hallelujah. He says, Then answered Jesus and said unto them, Verily, verily, I say unto you, the son can do nothing of himself. That is a son's attitude. He says the son can do nothing of himself, but what he seeth the father do. For what things soever he doeth, these also doeth the son likewise. He does not do anything differently. As he hears the father, so he does. When the Holy Spirit comes, he does what he hears the Father. Amen. Amen. That is a son's attitude. That is a daughter's attitude. Amen. Amen. You see, many difficulties are eliminated when you begin to work with sons and daughters. Many difficulties, I'm telling you, that you eliminate a lot. You have a peace of mind when you are working with sons and daughters. When you are working with people who have the attitude of a son or a daughter, you have a lot of peace. You don't need a lot of explanation. Amen. You don't need to struggle with them. A lot of difficulties are eliminated. 
when you are working with sons and daughters. Hallelujah. And sons and daughters, you see, when they are in, when they are in a place, when they are in a church or when they are in a business and they are working for the family, they don't live for better adventures. Do you understand? Sons and daughters don't live because they have heard of some great adventures somewhere. However, they stay and they work for better adventures where they are. Amen. They stay and they work that we will have better adventures here. If they see that something is lacking here, they go on their knees and they pray. And they come to the Father and they say, we, are, we can do this, we have to do this. There are sons that come to me and they say, we are striving to reach the 200 mark. That is their attitude. That is their prayer. That is what they are praying for. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? That is their prayer. But you see, when you are not a son, when you are not a daughter, that has not occurred to you. You don't pray concerning such a thing. True or not true? Yes. Amen. He says, I find that many difficulties are eliminated by working with sons and daughters. You will probably enjoy working with your father more than with your boss. Oh, yes. If you have a son's attitude, you are happy working with your father than with your boss. You don't see your boss' instructions as commandments. You don't see them as heavy commandments, difficult duties. You receive them with joy. Because it's your father. And you don't think that your father would do any harm to you. Even from that instruction. When you have a son or a daughter's attitude, when they change you and they say, you are not doing this anymore. Son, you are not the one that is counting the money anymore. From now on, put the things on the shelf. It, it doesn't bother you. You don't feel that the father doesn't love you. That is why. It is a business. And you say the father has taken, you say now your little brother is growing and I want him to learn how to count the money. I want your little brother now to know how to manage the register. So from now on, I want you to put the things on the shelf. Let your little brother learn to manage the register. Would you think that your father doesn't love you? When you, have a, when you don't have a daughter's attitude or you don't have a son's heart, you think that they have taken your job. You feel angry that they have taken your job. Amen. Amen. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? If I come today and I say, David, you are not the prayer warrior, you are not the prayer warrior anymore, but now I want you to join the evangelism team, be happy. Be happy. Because the father sees something that will bring the ministry up and he wants it to go on. The father sees that when I'm not here, something will be lacking. I want you to know this office also. I want you to be able to occupy this office also. When I'm not here, I want you to be able to take charge. I want you to be able to stand before the congregation and begin to preach. Therefore, for this person who has always been leading, now I want her to sit down and you are going to lead. So that when she's not here, you can do this. Has the father done anything wrong? Amen. May the Lord give you a daughter's attitude. May the Lord give you a son's attitude. Hallelujah. Because when you have a son's attitude, you will have joy in the place where you are working. Amen. You see, there are good people who are in the church. There are good people who work at the workplace. Do you understand? They are good. 
but they are not sons and daughters. Amen. Now, mind you, sons and daughters are not perfect people, but they stand to be corrected. Hallelujah. They stand to be corrected. Amen. But you see, they are good people. They feel they are good, and they are doing their best, but they don't have the son's attitude. And such people, when you correct them, they feel angry. And such people, they leave when there is good adventure. You see, so you will find a good person at a job, a good person who comes on time, who leaves, doesn't ever leave late. They, they don't call in sick. They are always in the church. They are always at a job. They are good people. They do their work very well. But they are not sons and daughters. When there is a better adventure, they give you a resignation and they leave. And they are not bad people, but they don't have a son's attitude. They don't have a daughter's attitude. May the Lord give you a son's attitude. May the Lord give you a daughter's attitude. In your church, in your church, in the church as a worker, may the Lord give you a worker who has a son's attitude. A worker who has a daughter's attitude. As a chorister, may you have a daughter's attitude. As an instrumentalist, may you have a daughter's attitude. A son's attitude. In the name of Jesus. Stand to your feet. We don't have a lot of time to continue. Amen. May you have a son's attitude. Oh, yes. May you have a daughter's attitude. We are thankful and grateful to you today. Oh, Lord, we are thankful for what you have allowed us to share. Oh, give us a son's attitude. He said, you know the proof of him. You know the proof of him. Oh, Father, may we be sent because they see a son's attitude in us. May we be sent because there is a daughter's attitude. Lord, may we receive as a daughter. May we receive as a son. Oh, yes. We are thankful and grateful in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Lead me, Lord, and I will follow. Lord, lead me, lead me, Lord, and I will. May we have the heart of a son, a heart of a son, Lord, for the work that we do in the ministry. May we feel that we are a part of the family as it shall move us. Chastisement shall not move us. Rebuke shall not move us. Father, when things are done, we shall not move us. Father, may we not go only with an upward trend. Let me know. A sign of belonging. A sign of belonging. We belong. We are a part of this great church. We are a part of the great ministry.
Father, we are thankful and grateful for your word. Lord, we thank you for what you have allowed us to share this afternoon. I pray, Lord, that this will bring a transformation and a change in our hearts, in our attitude as workers in this ministry. Lord, may you transform us from just ordinary members to family members. May we become sons and daughters in this ministry. We are thankful and grateful in the name of Jesus. If there's anyone here this afternoon, you are not born again. You have not given your life to Jesus. I want to give you this wonderful chance, this wonderful opportunity. Oh, what a great day to receive Christ as your Savior. If you are here, you want to give your life to Christ, wherever you are, just lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone here like that, God bless you. God bless you. Anyone here like that, anyone else, you want to give your life to Jesus. You want to give your life to Jesus. You say, I want to give my life to Jesus. If that is you, wherever you are, lift up your hand and I'll say a short prayer with you. I'll say a simple prayer with you. Anyone else, you want to join? Anyone else, lift up your hand and I'll pray with you. Anyone else like that. If you have lifted up your hand, you lifted up your hand, I want you to just take one bold step and come forward here towards me. And I want to say a short prayer with you. You say, you want to say, you want to say this prayer, take a bold step. It is okay. You want to, you want to come forward, come forward. You lifted up your hand. I want to say a short prayer with you. It's okay to come forward. Come forward here with me and I'll pray with you. You lifted up your hand. You want to give your life to Jesus. Why don't you all join me and let us say this prayer together. Say, Lord Jesus, Lord Jesus thank, you for dying for me. thank you for dying for me. I am a sinner. I have sinned against you. Lord Jesus, I am not worthy. But I trust that you are the Son of God. I believe you died for my sins. Lord Jesus, wash me with your blood. Cleanse me with your blood. This afternoon, come into my life. Take control of my life. Be my master. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. Lord Jesus, please write my name in the book of life. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me in Jesus' name. Amen. Why don't you clap for Jesus as you have prayed. You may be seated. If you We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.